grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father, and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. So growing up, uh, I had the best dog ever. Her name was Sassy. And you may think you had the best dog ever, but you'd be wrong because you have the second best dog ever. I had the best dog ever. This dog was awesome. Little miniature schnauzer. Great, great dog. Kind of the opposite of the dogs I have right now, but that's a whole other story. So um, Sassy loved breakfast cereal. So when we get up in the morning, we get our cereal, we pour the cereal in the bowl, and it makes that sound. And this dog would come running from wherever she was at, slide to the kitchen and just like look at you, like, oh yeah, right? And so my mom, she loved this, so she would take some, some cereal and she would accidentally spill it off the kitchen countertop, and the dog would just suck it all up, right? And so um, we would give my dog pills the exact same way. We'd pour some cereal in, the dog would come running around, throw some cereal down with the pills, the dog would like slip it up and then look at you like, yeah, I see what you did there. Just walk away, you know. The next morning she'd come back and do the same thing all over again. But she was trained when she heard that sound, she'd come running. And isn't it funny how we can train dogs to react to a sound? Isn't that great? You just, you just train them like that. I mean, just animals are so simple-minded that just one sound and they just react. I'm sorry, I just need to take that. That's <laughs> important. Hold on. God, animals are so simple, aren't they? They just put one sound and they just react to it. Isn't that funny? We are trained to react to that sound. Maybe this is your sound. Is that your sound? Maybe this one's yours? Whatever it is on your phone, you are trained. You will pick this thing up. You might be in the middle of a car accident. You'd be like, oh, wait a minute, I got a text message. I got to take this. That's weird. I remember growing up, the phone would ring. My dad would be like, let the machine get it. You know, we never answered the phone in our household, ever. Right? We, we would be trained. My dad trained us. When the phone rang, we'd be like this. Don't pick it up until you hear who it is. And if it's someone we know, then we pick up the phone. If we don't know the person, we let the machine get it, right? Text messages? No, we pick the thing up immediately. Even when you're not supposed to, right? You're in a meeting and your text message goes off and you're like, I'm just going to turn this off real fast. And you check to see who it is, right? And then you turn it off. We are trained to answer the text. But what if? What if you had a text? that was guaranteed to be important, to be relevant, and to be from someone who loved you, would you pick it up? Would you answer the text? You have a text <laughs> that is guaranteed to be important, to be relevant, and to be from someone who loves you. Would you pick it up? Would you answer the text? Think back on your life. How many mistakes in judgment would you have avoided if you had read the text? How many missteps could you have walked around if you had read the text? How many errors in judgment would you have foreseen if you had read the text? Uh, we have our, our intern with us, Matthew. 
Matthew, based on name Matthew, yeah. And when Matthew came here, the first couple months, people would come up to me and say, I can't believe how young and how wise he is. People would say, like, he's mature beyond his years. They'd say things to me like, he's an old soul. No, they'd say this to me. I'll let you in a little secret. I've met his parents. I've heard all the stories. Not always like this. So how could the intern be an old soul? How can the intern be wise beyond his years? There's only one answer his relationship with Jesus through the Word. You want to be wise beyond your years? The answer is right here. So we talk about that this next couple weeks here, about reading the text. So my whole goal these next couple weeks is to say, okay, pick this up and actually read it, or download it and read it. And you can have the little reminders on your phone that will beep at you and say, hey, there's a text from the text. You can read the text from the text at this time. It's just for you. And here's the crazy thing. This book, this book is dangerous. There are governments around the world who believe this is the most important and dangerous uh, book ever written. And it is illegal for their people to read it. We smuggle these things into Cuba. And the last one I gave away, the guy wept when he received it from me. Because he had a Bible, it was from the pre-revolution days, and the print was so small he couldn't read it anymore. And there are people in the Middle East and North Africa and Asia who would love to get their hands on one of these. And their government is doing everything possible that they can. And if someone who lives in that one of those countries is caught handing out one of these, punishment's death. It's a dangerous book. So we're talking about it this morning here. We're talking about it through the lens of Psalm 119. It's the passage that Karen read for us. Thank you so much, Karen. It starts out like this. How I love your law. I meditated on it all day long. When something is important to you, you think about it all the time. And whatever you think about most throughout your day is what's most important to you. And I'll be honest with you. I don't think about the Bible all day long. I just don't. But there's been times. There's been times when stuff has come up. Critical moments crucial times, and something will pop into my head. Uh, this past week, I met with uh, some, some young girls who go to Eagle Valley Middle School, and they're friends with the girl who took her life. And we were able just to talk, and, and Kelly Karras, God bless Kelly Karras, she's like a mom to all these girls, and she took them into her home the day they all found out, and she fed them and, and took care of them, and she called me up and said, come on over. And so we just talked, we debriefed what kind of happened, and we shared God's word. And I could share it because I had read it, had some of it memorized, and it came up at a crucial time. 
my, uh, my cousin is in hospice right now, and so I'm awaiting that phone call. You know, you, know, you, you, you wait for the phone call, you're like, I don't want to pick up the phone, but i got to pick up the phone when this person calls. You know those phone calls, right? And I already know what I'm going to say. Blessed are those who die in the Lord. They rest in their labors, and their deeds will follow them. Revelation 14. How I love your law. I meditated on it all day long. The psalmist continues. He says this. Your commands are always with me and make me wiser than my enemies. I have more insight than all my teachers, for I meditate on your statutes. I have more understanding than the elders, for I obey your precepts. Think about the wisest person you know. Who's the wisest person you know? Maybe your grandpa. Grandpa was a wise man. Maybe your grandma. She taught you good things. Think about the wisest person you know. A mentor, a trainer, a great teacher. <clears throat> the psalmist says, I'm smarter and wiser than all of them. Maybe not smarter, but wiser. There's a difference. He says he's wiser than every single, he's wiser than his enemies, he's wiser than his teachers, and even his elders, the ones who are supposed to be the wisest, he's wiser than they are. It's hard to argue with them. Because Psalm 119 is one of the trickiest and most complicated pieces of literature in all of ancient literature. It really is. It's 176 verses long. It's divided up in verses 7 to 8 se- verses per segment. And each segment begins with the letter of the Hebrew alphabet. So the first eight verses, every verse begins with letter A in the Hebrew alphabet. The next section of verses all begins with the letter B in the Hebrew alphabet, each verse. And they're all the theme of God's word. So I want to challenge you. Pick a theme, anything you want. And write down two verses for each letter of the alphabet. Try it. You won't be able to do it. You might be able to do it, but it'll be really, really bad. <laughs> this guy does 176 verses. Pretty tough stuff. He knew what he was talking about. It's so hard, in fact, that one person has argued that this proves the inerrancy and the inspiration of Scripture because no one else can do this. Psalm 119. Tough stuff. He continues. <laughs> I have kept my feet from every evil path so that I might obey your word. I have not departed from your laws for you yourself have taught me. He describes Psalm, uh, the, God's word as like uh, bumpers on a bumper track when you drive the cars. And it just kind of bumps them back on the track. How many of you have, have ever driven the cars at Disneyland or Walt Disney World? Good stuff, right? So I grew up five miles from Disneyland. And uh, when I was little, uh, if you were the family of a police officer, you were allowed to go in for free. That's why I love my dad being a cop, right? And so we get in, and I go in the Autotopia. And I live five miles from Disneyland, so I always thought, if I could just jerk the car hard enough, I could pop it off the rail, and I could drive it home. So my brother and I, we would try this. And we'd my mom or my dad be in the car next with us, you know, and we'd be like, bam, I'm going to try to pop it off the rail. And it never worked. But I did give my dad whiplash, so that was kind of cool. 
And the psalmist says the text functions like that rail. When you're getting off course, it kind of just you know, bumps you right back on. You say, all right, that's right, God. That's right. I'm getting off course here. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your reminder. The psalmist loves it. He says this about it. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. I gain understanding from your precepts, therefore I hate every wrong path. Your word is a lamp for my feet and a light to my path. The psalmist delights in the text message. It's not just useful, it's not just handy, it's beautiful. It's like dessert after a delicious meal. It's, he says it's like a flashlight. You ever been camping? And you, you know, you, you walk out to the bathroom at night, and you know, you go car camping, you know, right? Or you go real camping, and you just walk far away from your campsite, right? And you got that flashlight. It's a dark, starless night. And all the sounds around you, they just noise you at night, right? And your imagination can run away. You're like, oh, yeah, that's mountain lion. I can hear mountain lion. And I can smell fear. It's me, right? You get that flashlight on. It's a lamp to your feet and a light to your path. It dissipates fear, gives direction, it gives purpose and a way to go. Here's the crazy thing. The psalmist who writes this, he had access to Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy, probably Joshua and Judges. Got to be honest with you. Not the easiest books of the Bible to read. Not the easiest. You hit Leviticus, it's slow going. The psalmist said, it's incredible. And you get the Gospels. You get the New Testament. You get to read about Jesus, the most wise, courageous, bold, loving, grace-filled person who's ever walked this earth, and that person loves you. And has sent a text message to you. And some of you are thinking, I don't really like to read, it's not really my thing. But if, if you think it's important, and if it buzzes with the right sound, You'll read it. Some of you say, well, I'm not sure if it's all completely true. And that's okay. Check it out for yourself. I mean, you're online. You read stuff online all the time that's not true, right? You'll still read it if it's not true. If you think it's important or slightly interesting or comes with a cool noise, you'll read it. It's a text message just for you. And some of you will say, well, I don't read the Bible much, but I pray a lot. And that's great. It's fantastic. And in your prayers, if you're like my prayers, you pray for, you know, good health, and you, you pray for help with certain things, you pray for your family, pray for your job, you pray for someone you know who's not doing very well or is sick, right? It's all good stuff. The Father loves to hear those prayers. But the Father would, would also love for you to listen sometimes, too. So he sent you a text. It's for you. If you're not sure where to start, start with Matthew. It's the first book of the New Testament. 
has a genealogy in the very beginning. It's a little slow going. If you're like, I don't like genealogies, skip ahead to Mark. Mark is the shortest gospel of the four gospels. It's the shortest. If you're like, I want something short, get Mark. It's all good. It's all good. It's all about Jesus. And he's for you. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your text. Thank you, Lord God, that you've given us uh, your message. And Lord, um, your message corrects us. Lord, your text messages, they rebuke us. Lord, your text messages, they train and equip us. And Lord God, your text messages, they tell us who we are and what you've done for us, Lord. They give us your, your grace your forgiveness, your death on the cross for us, your life, your resurrection for us, Lord Jesus, Lord God, so we might be your people in your world. And Lord, your world, it's a mess. It's a mess. And there are people dying for lack of a good word, a good text from you. And Lord, your word is all around us. It's, it's so prevalent. We take it for granted. We can download it on our phones. It's, it's in our homes, Lord God. It, and there are people around us who are dying, who are hopeless, who, who lack joy, Lord God, because they just need a good word. Lord Jesus, by your Holy Spirit, may we be doers and sharers and readers and hearers of your word. So that those around us might know your text and your presence and your promises and your grace. We ask this, Lord, for your glory and for our joy. Amen. Stand and praise our God.